So you remember how I was telling you guys about not taking celebrity relationship advice? I happened to be on IG and I happened to stumble across a tweet that was done by some woman from City Girls called Young Miami where she was like, if you're in a relationship spending your own money and on majority of everything, you should be single. Now, while I probably could accept that that might be true, I do have to wonder, is this the same kind of thing that happens with your relationship with the Lord? And was this the same kind of situation that happened before you got married to the streets? I'm just asking. And no, I'm not doing this to, you know, kind of paint a bad picture on her or anything. I think this is something that we should genuinely find out because you think about it. If you're trying to have a relationship with the Lord, you kind of need to do a little bit of your own investing. You know, buy yourself a Bible, go for Bible study and shit. And the funny part about all of this is, well, it's it's not like she expected the Lord to give her that. At, at least I don't think she did. And I'm assuming that Jesus dying for your sins, if you're Christian at least, should have at least counted for something. But clearly, clearly these people want us to pay for a hell of a lot more. And when you look at how some of these women be married to the streets, it's not like the streets gave them that much. Like they subjugated themselves to the streets. They gave themselves up to the streets. So in a sense, this is a bit of a double standard just on us dick swinging masculine humanoids that happen to be on this planet. So eh, I don't know if I should really consider this good relationship advice. Mainly because I've never really thought that whenever a woman's choosing to get a guy to be with, she looks at the money. Because, I don't know, that would seem tantamount to gold digging. But then again, well, usually they talk about wanting a financially stable man. But I never really thought to myself that women are like, you know what? I want to make sure my next man can handle my bills for me. Like, it's never really seemed like one of those things that women would look at. Because whenever they're telling you that, you know, whatever we look for in a guy's blah, blah, blah. They never usually talk about the money part and the bills part. But to make matters worse... Uh, another celebrity known as Dream Doll, which I have to admit sounds like a Chinese sex toy, also happened to come in asking a question of similar proportions when she was like, y'all splitting rent with your boyfriend, huh? And in a sense, I do have to admit that if you are living together with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend, I think it's usually good to kind of cost share a lot of these bills. Because in a sense, it's like, you know, not unless if one of y'all isn't working, then it would probably make sense for you to cover all the costs, regardless of gender. Because, well, if, if y'all are supposed to be together and grow together, then at least you have to accept that each person in their lives has downtimes and kind of just, you know, see how it is that you can help each other get back up and keep on moving and shit. But anyways, this is a huge part of the reason why I usually tell people to never pay attention to when celebrities give relationship advice. Because most times... It's usually bullshit. And when you think about it, a lot of their relationships are so short term, they can't really give you really good long term relationship advice because most of them aren't really in it for the support. And sometimes a lot of them are in it because of the clout. But anyways, you're free to take my advice or not take it. You know, it's entirely up to you. Just make sure when your husband or your boyfriend buys you a Birkin, he doesn't exactly cheat on you right after. Just saying. But anyways, we have a podcast to do and much as it doesn't carry as many Birkins as Sweetie does, I'd wager that it definitely carries a little bit more sense. So, in typical fashion. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man whose name is not one that would sound like a Chinese sex doll. 
He is a man whose sickness for the thickness prevents him from skinny dipping. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now as usual, if you don't know the drill then you can listen in and if you know the drill then you can sing it along because it's such a simple drill and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle and I will take it and work on it accordingly. If you're on Facebook and Instagram and it happens to be one of those screenshots, those screen grabs that was taken from Twitter and just so happened to be there, then you send them to the DMs of at Breaktime on website on both Facebook and Instagram and I will take those tweets and I will attend to them accordingly. Now before we get into the tweets though, I do want to make sure I kind of mention something right off the bat. Um, I wanted to talk about the whole Lil Nas X story with the music video and the Satan shoes, but unfortunately I have zero basis to actually have it on the show. Mainly because one, it doesn't really relate to love, sex or relationships and two, I feel as though everyone said pretty much the same exact thing about it. Where it's artistic but it seems like stuff's been taken a little bit too far, blah blah, religion, blah blah, Lady Gaga type shit, blah blah. So instead of saying anything about that and repeating it, I will instead give three entertainment stories which clearly happened in the US but do not relate to the whole Lil Nas X story. So firstly, uh, Beyonce has been robbed and yes, this is something that I want to inform my fellow members of the Beehive that might not have gotten the memo. Uh, Beyonce has been robbed of uh, a couple of million dollars worth of jewelry and you know content and shit and normally I'd feel really bad for the person that's lost all of this but granted that this is Beyonce and she may or may not have insurance, there's a pretty good chance that there's gonna be another few Ivy Park releases to kind of recover whatever it is that they've lost in terms of money. So. I'm not too scared about that, plus you know there's the beehive, they probably have a little bit more power than the CIA so they can probably find whoever it is that jacked whatever it is that Beyonce lost and have it returned hopefully by the end of next week. So in a sense, this is almost like me just giving the rest of the beehive that listens to this podcast information. Cause well, they seem to do a little bit better of a job than the FBI cause like people haven't even mentioned that this is going to the cops. Like I think it's just that interesting. Uh, But that being said, I should probably move it on. Now, there is an American Idol contestant who, while receiving constructive criticism from Lionel Richie and Katy Perry, actually collapsed face down on the floor. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you, when I watched the video of it, it was very funny. The way she just dropped and landed on her face, it honestly would have been an interesting performance if she was actually performing face drop and she was giving Sean Kingston a run for his money. Now the unfortunate part about this is, it was a face drop kind of moment cause apparently she wasn't doing too well on American Idol and she was supposed to get kicked out or something of that sort. And when you kind of look at the situation, this is is a very nice point of view because they kind of had to stop the show, she went to the hospital, urgent medical conditions, blah blah blah. And apparently it it was a matter of dehydration and some shit. And the weird part about this is they're gonna redo the show and you know she can finally get her chance to possibly redo this and when you think about it it is actually genius because she's managed to buy herself time to rectify the BS that she did on stage because she wasn't doing very well and her kind of falling face flat would probably be one of the best points in time for someone to go and put that whole windows sound where stuff is shutting down because clearly she shut the place down in a sense. 
and you kind of think about it for this babe to actually go ahead and do that doesn't it kind of remind you of like back in the day when you used to play Need for Speed Most Wanted, then when you get busted by the cops, instead of having it appear on your career as like you were busted this many times or your car was in the impound or some shit, you just go and restart the PlayStation or the computer or some shit and all of a sudden it's like it never happened. So just like that, it seems like she's bought herself time. Which is why to some degree, even though I don't really want to sound like I'm insensitive, I honestly feel as though she kind of faked this one. Cause even the way she collapsed, like I'm looking at the video right now, the way she collapsed, like it was just flat, like straight on downwards, like no, you know, getting weak in the knees or some shit, just went and dropped straight down. And that shit, that shit was genius. That was an amazing act. She's clearly bought herself some time and she should be pretty well. Now on to the best part about this bit before I get into the tweets. So Sawiri and Quavo, yes, the Birkin bag handler and the man that she so supposedly was dating at some point are supposedly being investigated by the LAPD after a video of them having an altercation right outside the elevator and inside the elevator kind of came out. And before I call it out for being bad and start blaming one side or the other, I need to state that Quavo is walking in the shoes of a billionaire right now. This guy is clearly pulling billionaire moves right about now. Cause the last person that we saw having an altercation like this just so happened to be a man who would later on become a billionaire. That man is Jay-Z and yes, I know. Should have been Saweetie's sister or some shit, but maybe this might actually spell that the billions are gonna come even faster. But um, unfortunately, unlike Jay-Z, it seems like they were fighting over a bag. And I understand, you know, always make sure you get the bag and shit. But what I don't understand is that some of the circulations of the video happen to have cut out the part where Saweetie actually hit Quavo first. And... To be very honest, yes, I get it, keeping, you know, the gender-based violence narrative going and shit. I do not stand for gender-based violence, regardless of who's hitting who. But I have to state for the record here that if you are a feminist, this is the one time when you say that both of them were in the wrong and both of them actually did kind of fuck up. But at this point in time, I honestly feel as though Quavo was properly justified in defending himself and, you know, defending the bag and shit. Much to people's dismay and yes I get it seems a bit misogynistic here and he should have probably been you know a little bit nice about it but this is the kind of world that feminists are fighting for. Like you're fighting for equal opportunity here and much as equal opportunity might seem like making the same exact figures as a man might seem good enough you guys also deserve an equal opportunity ass whooping if you actually hit the guy. Like I feel as though that's what equality is. And misogyny would be like, you know what, because she's a woman, I am not going to give her the same kind of beat now. And honestly, I feel as though that's unfair. I know, sounds like bullshit, but it's absolutely true. If you want equality, find the equality on both the good and the bad at this point. But just like I said earlier on, I do not suppose gender-based violence, so I honestly feel as though both of them shouldn't have hit each other. And there's better ways to handle an issue and get the bag. Just figured I should say that. And now that that's been handled, we should probably get into the tweets, so on to the first tweet. Men buy fellow men drinks in the bar all the time. Complete strangers. They expect nothing in return. Women is where they draw the line. Alright, so since somebody clearly wants to tackle this in one very very interesting manner, I will do that. But before I start that, let me ask one very simple question. Ladies, why don't you guys like paying for your own drinks? 
Like I'm just curious to find out. Why is it that y'all expect us to pay for the drinks whenever we're there? Like is it that free drinks taste better? I don't know. Or is it that y'all are just genuinely allergic to paying for drinks whenever there's a dick involved around there? Like I'm curious to find out. But anyways, that's something that you can probably tell me after the show is kinda done and you know you decide to hit me up on IG, Facebook or Twitter. What I do want to explain though is the whole thing about men buying fellow main drinks in the bar all the time for nothing. Now, for the record, I will tell each and every person that thinks that this for nothing thing is actually a thing. We never buy people drinks for nothing. We never do that at any given point in time. Trust me. You will never find a guy going to get a boring person, you know, the chance to come out and he pays for all their drinks. That shit doesn't work that way. Guys gain from other guys as well. And this is some shit that you probably might not notice because you guys do it with your fellow girlfriends as well. And it's something that will happen time and time again. Their company, their friendship, the loyalty that you guys have clearly allows you to kind of go out of your way to keep your friend happy. That's not nothing. Like all of this shit is usually coming from somewhere why it is you decide, you know what, let me get this person another round or let me sort out their drinks for the entire night. At no point in time does someone just feel like handling somebody's bills for absolutely nothing. That's very daft thinking. In this day and age where nothing is for free except sunlight and a bunch of other things, I do have to admit, thinking that there is no special condition that comes with you having your drinks bought for you, I think is fairly daft and shouldn't be allowed because most times when people are busy saying such shit, people are just playing ignorant. Like you know very well that this person wants something from you but you're busy playing ignorant because you know you are going to pull that card off just because you bought me drinks doesn't mean you'll get blah 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 from me and because of the current gender based violence movements that have been coming out it'll kind of seem justified. This is this is part of the shit that I usually don't like. So as I continue on this platform where I can possibly effect positive change I will continue to state this. There is no such thing as free drinks for nothing. There is always something that is underlying with those drinks. Please stop acting ignorant to the entire issue. Anyways, let me move it on. So on to the next tweet. I want to live in a society where men speaking up against sexual and gender based violence is normal and not an exception. The bar is too low as it stands. Alright, so I'm gonna just come out and admit that I honestly did not want to put this tweet as one of the tweets to discuss because I did not know how to properly explain my reasoning behind this but you know what let me just give myself the challenge and actually explain it because the bar being too low isn't necessarily our fault as guys per se it's a problem with the whole discussion as is let me just explain it like this most times whenever the gender-based violence discussion comes in it's usually localized and niched towards women. So they usually talk about gender-based violence against women. And the worst part about it is, if they're not putting it there, they're either saying women standing against or uh, they'll say women against or something of that sort as a prefix. Or worse still, they will talk about the gender-based violence issue against women and then make sure they add there by men. And those two words in that statement automatically portray men not as victims as well but as the perpetrators alone. 
and the worst part about it is they usually like to make it seem like it's all men and then when you go ahead and you start saying no it's some men then it suddenly becomes this whole back and forth of oh just because we said men doesn't mean not all men oh aren't you supporting us blah blah and then it suddenly becomes this whole gender war and honestly if you're going to continue treating us like the enemy how the hell do you expect us to become the friend like if you're calling us the problem then how is it that you expect us to be the solution like i honestly don't see how it is that x is supposed to be the answer to x like it doesn't make sense and on top of that whenever us guys come out to start talking about the whole thing of oh it happens to men as well suddenly it becomes this whole thing of oh you guys have your platforms why don't you talk about it oh we're talking about women now and suddenly just like that you kind of have us tune out because clearly you seem to be fighting only for women and since i'm not a woman and i'm not directly affected then how exactly do you expect me to participate and that's kind of been the biggest issue with a lot of this shit if you want us guys to actually come in and help you participate in raising awareness and actually getting done with the whole fight then you need to stop making it a gender issue or a women's issue and make it a societal issue point out the fact that guys also go through such shit and while you're doing that don't bother mentioning the fact that it's a suddenly a small percentage according to statistics because guys will rarely ever report such shit just come out and state that this is something that affects both us women and you guys as well then suddenly more guys will be all up in arms to actually come and help you with the fight and hell the best part about this is if guys are coming in to help with the fight especially since y'all like to talk about the patriarchy we might actually help get the patriarchy to do something about this so ladies if you wanted an answer to why it is that guys haven't been helping there it is there's your answer and now i need to move it on so on to the last tweet men between a girl who stood by you when you had nothing and a girl who helped you become somebody who will you marry hmm probably one of the most interesting tweets i've seen for quite a while cuz this is actually a very interesting question and it usually does work for a very interesting joke now the joke usually goes between the girl that stood by you when you had nothing and the girl that put in the work and helped you become somebody who do you get to be with and usually the answer to that is a girl with the biggest ass and in as much as the logic in that is a bit debatable i do have to state that i actually kind of agree with it because one way or another it's like you're going to be seen as shit for it as a guy cuz you think about it both of those women are very very important in your life cuz the one that stuck by you when you had nothing clearly knew how to ride it out with you from nothing to everything and to be honest that kind of loyalty is something that you can't get in a lot of people so she is valuable then there's a person that helped you come up from nothing to something she's also extremely valuable because she helped you actually grow she didn't just come up on her own and kind of like have you there just hanging around no she went she put in the work she used her connections she probably even put the money in to kind of help you start off and grow so in a sense if you left the one who started out with you and you had nothing then in a sense it's like you're not loyal and you kind of ditched her and you're going to seem like an asshole and a trashy human being now if you ended up leaving the one who helped you become somebody then you're also a trashy human being because in a sense it's like you quote unquote used her so that you can come up and then you're dropping her for something or somebody else and i can get how difficult of a dilemma it is because in a sense it's like you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place or at least in this case it's between a soft place and another soft place cuz you know 
booty ain't hard and shit. Just saying. But at the end of the day, for this logical dilemma, you kind of need an illogical solution to get there. So personally speaking, I would just state that out of the two, I'd go for the one that I'm most in love with. Yes, you can love both, but usually at the end of it, when you kind of try and deduce everything, there's usually one that you'd rather be with a little bit more, even the slightest bit more as a guy. And whoever it is, well, that's probably gonna be them. Although I do have to state that back to that whole booty thing, considering that I am a man that loves me some booty, I might just end up falling in love with the one who happens to carry the largest derriere. So in a sense, I do kind of fall in line with a joke. But then again, I do want to know what the ladies think about this. Do you think that I should be with the one that is loyal with me from when I have nothing to something or the one that helped me come up? I want to know your thoughts on this. And also to the fellas, do you have a different outlook on this? Or are you also a person that loves booty and will probably end up falling in love with the one who has the most? The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD. On Facebook and Instagram, it is at BreakTime on Westside. Slide into those DMs. Leave your thoughts and comments there. And thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments there. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.